The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning. Welcome to the beginning of the week on this Monday morning as we take time in God's word and we greatly appreciate the privilege uh, you've given to us to be part of your day. We hope you had a great weekend. One last week in the month of July, and then we jump into August, and I'm guessing the weather's going to continue about the same. But it's a great time to relax, get some vacation in, hope you're enjoying it and getting the relaxation that you need throughout this summer as the fall is, of course, quickly approaching with all of its activities. Ephesians chapter uh, 6 this morning, we're going to start uh, probably the next couple of weeks dealing through Ephesians 6. When I say that, when you get down to the aspect of the spiritual warfare, um, we could spend, and we probably will spend a few episodes walking through. Instead of just kind of giving a synopsis of it, I'd like to take a few days and break down what each of these is. What does it mean? What does it mean in daily life? What does it mean to put on that piece of armor? And hopefully we'll, it'll be encouraging and it'll be helpful to you and make a section of scripture very practical. And uh, But today we're going to continue in the, past, in the idea of relationships. Uh, in the ending of Ephesians 5, God uh, places in inspi- inspiration of the Holy Spirit, puts in order the need and the structure for a biblical home. And I, when I mean biblical, I don't mean bad or, or boring. You know, sometimes we think that. I mean uh, the type of structure, the type of scenario that brings peace, that brings joy, um, that the world just doesn't understand, that is true love and true unconditional love and really would be the most fulfilling you can have. And uh, it, it, we have to see it but the way God designed it because God designed marriage. So for us to really be able to enjoy everything that relationships and family have to offer, uh, we notice that what God did first is he started with man, with a husband and wife. He started with marriage. And he started with this aspect of what marriage looks like, um, why God designed it to be the way it was, what is it for the wife to do, what is it for the husband to do, uh, who, where is the leadership star, all of those things is God's plan. Again, he's made us equal, but he's given us rules. Well, now we move into chapter 6. Now, I, I, please remember this, something in, in um, study of Scripture. There really isn't a break between chapter 5 and chapter 6. Um, the verse divisions and the chapter divisions are placed in there by preachers after the Bible had been written and given out to the churches. They were simply placed in there so that people who were following along had found found it easier to find out where they were. So it's convenience. So really what you see in the book of Ephesians, the whole six chapters of the book of Ephesians is a letter that Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus, and it's been divided up. So when you say we move from chapter 5 to chapter 6, it's an easy transition, but frankly, he's just making his move. He moved from husband and wife, now he's going to move to the parent-child relationship. So let's start in verse number 1, Ephesians 6, verse 1. Children... Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, I find it intriguing that when all the commandments up to this point in the book of Ephesians, up in the Bible, it states here, this is the first commandment that God gives a promise with. Here's the commandment. I want you to do it. But hey, this commandment is going to bring a promise. And the promise is that is maybe well with thee. Thou mayest live long on the earth. You may have a prosperous, long-fulfilled life. And that is, by the way, we look at that and we see that verse number three pointing to children today, which is true. But please remember, um, the command that we're looking at, we'll see in a second here, of honoring doesn't stop 
when we get 18 and move out of the home and when I get move out or I get married or whatever it is, you know, my responsibility to my parents, my, my parents are no longer in charge to an extent. Um, I want to get advice from them, but ultimately I'm on my own. I make my own decisions. That's the way it's supposed to be. But honoring them is different. So we'll get there in a second. But let's just unpack these three verses quickly. Number one, he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. So the first thing we recognize, he is referencing in the idea of obedience to parents, he is referencing younger children. He, you know, I am 45 and I am a child uh, to Bruce and Judy Love. I am not by the Bible obligated to them anymore. In fact, it wasn't that long ago in this verse we're told the husband to leave his father and mother and cleave into his wife and they should be one flesh. So prior to this, you see that God has said at a certain age, you need to get out, get on your own. You are now responsible to start a new family and to repeat what you had been given growing up. So I'm, this is not one of those things where, you know, I have a 21 year old son. I'm, I'm no longer, I mean, it's, it's his responsibility to make his decisions. Hopefully we've given all the tools he needs. That's really the, the way that works here. And my daughter's 18 in college, she's going to start making making her own decisions. It's the way it's supposed to be. Or she's 19. I made that mistake. She's 19, just turned 19. So we look at all of these, and he's, he's, he's talking to children in the home, children that are dependent. In our culture today at 18, you can you can leave. You can go out and do what you want. There's a lot of limitations, honestly, between 18 and 21. Um, so really, it's 21. You have the freedom. You can go out. You can get. You can't even stay in a hotel on your own until you're 21. So, um, you know, getting apartments and all these things, really, it's 21's the age. Um, you can do it with the help of parents, but you understand the premise in their culture. But the premise is, is a time you leave. But until then, when you're in the home, God says, children, obey your parents. You say, well, you don't know my mom and dad. Can I tell you two things? One, it does say in the verse, children, obey your parents in the Lord. And that simply means as long as your parents are asking you to do something, or let me rephrase that, as long as your parents are not asking you to do something unbiblical, then you obey them. I'm not even saying you have to like what it is. I'm not even saying your parents have to be spiritual or churchgoers. It's a simple thing. As long as your parents are not asking you to do something that is not, not that you don't like, but as it goes against God's word, you should obey them. They are your authority. And that, that rolls to everything. It's, it rolls to your parents' authority, police authority, government authority, school authority, because you're always going to have an authority. So I want to, you know, I, it cracks me up every once in a while you hear somebody saying, I'm done with people telling me what to do. I'm going to join the military. You know, obviously, you have a problem with authority because you really don't know what you're talking about. Authority is part of every part of our life. And then there's God. Uh, so we have to recognize this. This is the pattern God's put in place. And we do want to obey our parents because our parents have experience. They know more and they love us. And I understand not every parent is perfect. Can you remember this? I think as parents, we are more well, more aware of our imperfections than you might think. In fact, it's one of the greatest fears in our minds that our imperfections would be the things that would cause grief. So that's why we as parents, remember in the first couple of verses, we need to lead, we need to work together. Mama, a strong mom and dad make for a strong home. A divided mom and dad make for conflict in the home. It's just the way it is. So God says the marriage is the core to strengthen the home. But unfortunately, it doesn't always work as easily that way. And, and that's the way it should be. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. But as parents, we strive to rear children right, but the simple thing is kids obey. It's, it's really not that complicated. We try to make it complicated. My parents are, are too harsh or this or that. Other parents are nicer, and that's going to be all true. But the fact is, you've been given an opportunity to obey and a command, and that's simply. Why do we do it? Because they're, they're the greatest parents in the world. They are your parents. They're the ones God gave you. But why do you do it? You do it because God's asked you to. So you obey your parents because the Lord's asked you to. Not because it's easy or not because you want to or whatever it would be. You want to obey God. 
And so you please God by obeying your parents. But then he says in verse 2, Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee. Thou mayest have long on the earth. I was reading this years ago, and I like what someone said. Honoring is kind of like giving other people a good impression of. Um, I honor them. I, I respect who they are. I respect the position they hold. Um, you know, I know sometimes parents say, I demand respect. You know, it's kind of like what we say with any level of authority. You always should respect the position that the parent holds. But I personally think that the parent itself has to earn their respect individually. But the position is there. So I just honor that. I do everything I can to honor my parents, my family. I let, you know, give a good impression of. I live a life that would honor their legacy, that would honor them in a desire to say, I want to replicate what it is that I knew of them. I know of them. That type of thing. So what I grew, grew from them. So I'm going to honor them. I'm going to encourage them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to do my part. And now that is the command that I think doesn't end when I leave the home. Now, some of it changes. And as we get older, it changes even more. But the premise is this, what, obeying when I'm younger and continuing to honor throughout. Here's, here's what I believe we struggle with in our culture today. We get to a certain age, we kind of ditch off the old generation and say, let me take over. And the younger generation does need to take responsibility and take over for the world at some point. But to ignore the heritage that was given to us prior to that, I think is very foolish and very dangerous. There's so much wisdom. Yeah, they may not be able to use technology as well as we can, but there's so much wisdom in that generation is to lose it, I think is very foolish. Book of Proverbs speaks a lot about that. So as we look to more in family, there is the command of the father, there's the command, or husband and the wife, there's a command to the children. We'll get into how the parents are supposed to deal with the children moving on. But children, I know this is not the easiest thing, but honestly, it really is. Simple thing, live in obedience and you're going to have, it's going to be well with you. It's going to be easier. Decide you want your own way. That's where conflict comes. It really can't. It really does lie on your shoulders and much of the conflict you run into. Well, thanks for joining us on this Monday and giving me a chance just to share the Word of God with you. I hope it's an encouragement. I know these, these seem like simple commands, but in practice, sometimes our human mind, it, we fight it. It makes it hard. But if we could just simply live in obedience to the Word of God, it's amazing uh, what God can do to resolve the situations that we wish could be resolved. Again, thanks for joining us on this Monday. We hope you stick with us throughout this week as we work on family and talk about the spiritual warfare aspect of Ephesians 6, and we hope this can be a help to you. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you again on Monday.